Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. We just need to keep increasing our numbers. So please, share these shows because they're digital. Share them far and wide. We need to reach critical mass with our with our people. You know, on my YouTube channel, I've got over 200,000 subscribers. Uh, we should be moving the needle more than we are. We just need to redouble our efforts. And you say, well, what happened? Well, VMI uh, alumni are withholding donations to the school for woke policies. The mayor of New Orleans is facing a recall election. These are all good signs. Not enough, but it's a start. Hey, we're brought to you by My Patriot Supply, the best storable food in the world, best policies, uh, everything is good about them. The price, uh, the quality, everything is good. And they're one of the few that has not sold out the federal government. So what do you get? You get 25-year shelf life, you get restaurant quality, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, lots of snacks, 2,000 calories per day. You get a lot. You get an awful lot. And pretty soon, the only food you're going to have in your home is what's in your home. You will not be able to go to the store and replace it. When the war starts, we'll do food rationing. And you're saying, what? Well, come on, look at World War II, look at World War I. I don't need to go any further than that. You better stock up while you can. Go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have water filtration, particularly since we think now the Chinese spy balloon was looking, among other things, at above-ground and below-ground utilities, looking to take down the grid. My prediction, and many people are saying the same thing, that when Russia attacks Ukraine, China will try to take down our grid and then proceed to have their way in Asia, starting with Taiwan. So whether that happens or not, folks, (laughs) you're going to have problems getting water. Okay, we're already talking about roving blackouts in this country. It's all by design. There's no shortage. There's no problems, except we're vulnerable. So you're going to need a good water filtration system. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter is ranked number one. We publish the research at waterwithdave.com, and they, too, have not raised prices. They, too, have specials, and they have limited supply. They frequently run out because they don't overproduce. So you're going to need to go to waterwithdave.com, and I recommend getting more than one because things get lost, broken, and That's waterwithdave.com for the scavenging that we're likely all have to do in the near future. And then finally, one last thing. If we're going to suffer, let's suffer in comfort. And Mike Lindell has a whole new product line out right now. It's fantastic. He has upgrades. And he has given our audience 50 to 75% off. You can see it all at mypillow.com. Okay, slash Hodges, that's the site you go to, and the coupon code is also Hodges, mypillow.com backslash Hodges, and the coupon code is Hodges, 
and you're not going to believe the discounts available at my pillow well you know who doug is but if you're new here uh doug thornton former combat marine former military contractor and former dhs and he's battled antifa and illegal immigration and he knows what he's talking about he brings a lot to the table tonight we're going to talk about the infiltration and infestation of the cartel into america in high level and mid-level politicians judges and so forth well doug did you ever think you'd live in an america that was uh infiltrated by the cartel to this degree that we're now beginning to see Dave I never knew it until I was on the border I never knew how bad until I got uh, my posting in San Antonio Texas and started working on the border towns and I had my eyes opened very much I had good friends of mine in the the US Marshals who were on a anti-cartel task force and boy oh boy did I get a rude awakening to just how dangerous Texas alone was let alone New Mexico, Arizona, California I've been in all those states in some capacity or another but man, Texas is uh, we're leading the charge I think on craziness but I want to segue real quick back to uh, something you said in the beginning about stockpiling food this is an article that I think everyone needs to hear. If you don't know what's going on in South Africa right now, you should probably pay attention. Here's a posting from one of their, this is Wall Street Silver on Twitter, uh, breaking a country of 60 million people is on the verge of collapse amid rolling blackouts. And this is the article. Stockpile food and water, says the South African government. South Africa faces, quote, civil war condition if power grid collapses. You know, Dave, we can tell people to prepare and prepare and prepare, but the day that calamity hits you, you can no longer prepare. So while it's still available, please try and get as much food and stockpile water as you possibly can. I'm not saying take a lean out against your home or anything, but you don't want to be the one that has to go into the FEMA camp and ask for the government handouts. So prepare on your own right now while you can. Oh, man. I think uh, you're right on the money. And, again, I'm going to say go to foodwithdave.com. You know, Doug, one of the things I've been saying to my audience in the last couple of days is the way things are going right now. And, um, uh, boy, we're going to segue into a lot of things today. As I, but, but let me just say this directly. The way things are going right now, um, Americans, if they're not prepped by a certain time, and I don't know that time, they're not going to get prepped. They're going to be desperate. They're going to be in the street. And we need to give people the opportunity right now to get the food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And you got to do it now. Doug, I don't know if you saw this, and this is kind of off topic, but I came across a couple of articles today from different sources that said that the FDA and certain manufacturers independently of the FDA are beginning to ban natural health care products. Not for any particular reason, for no reason. They're just banning them. And key ingredients are being left out by manufacturers that promote longevity. Limitations on turmeric, for example. It's stuff like that that really 
catches my eye because uh, Europe did that, you know. Europe took away the availability for any man or woman to go out to a vitamin shop and buy just essential vitamins to keep you good and healthy during pandemics, right? We're not talking about anything conspiracy-wise. It's just common sense. Take your vitamin D and your vitamin C and all that. But, you know, with manufacturings being blown up mysteriously here and there, processing plants yeah. and and how if you didn't know this there was another train derailment now I think it's in Manatee uh, Florida and if I'm correct it's like 30,000 gallons worth of uh, propane that they're trying to figure out what in the heck went on so far none of it has uh, leaked out thankfully but if that exploded that's a small atom bomb exploding in Florida you, know, you cannot look at the headlines right now, and we're going to get to the cartels and, and all that other stuff, but you cannot look at the headlines right now and tell me that, ha, huh, this isn't a conspiracy, this is just all normal stuff. I got into a, uh, I don't want to say argument, that's unfair. I got into a debate with a, a gentleman on Twitter, of all places, and we were actually discussing all these different calamities happening in America, the railroads, the, the farming industry being disrupted now, the trucking industry being disrupted, uh, the railroad industry being disrupted, if anything, sabotaged. And I had more of these conversations with friends of mine, and I think everyone is kind of along the same lines that something very nefarious is happening. Very nefarious. No it's one in, can put it's intentional. On it. it's, it's intentional sabotage. Oh, yeah, I mean... We sabotaged Russia with Nord Stream 1 and 2. Uh, I, I think that's fair to say at this point. You can only assume that Russia would do likewise to us and most likely China helping as well. Um, I, I have a clip before we get any further. and It, it depends if you want to play it or not, but I have a clip from Zelensky that has really bothered me. Have you heard the latest thing that he just said? He said a lot of things lately that have bothered me. Okay, I'll, namely, I'll World War Three has already started, and so forth. Can you can you hold it up to the mic? Oh yeah, just stand by. Yeah. All right. That is speaking of Americans. Zelensky is now saying yeah. that we will eventually have to send our troops into Ukraine to support them. I promise you. No. I, I no. promise you, everyone who's listening to me right now, the day American troops are in Ukraine fighting against Russia, not in a not in a secretive base or anything like that, but I mean out in the open. You can expect the power grid to go down in America. You can expect way more calamities than what's going on right now to start happening. So, I mean, I, me and Dave are kind of along the same lines, I think, when we, when we say that probably by the summer, you will have the official declaration of, of a world war again. That's, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, I think Congress most likely will be the ones who will actually come out and say, hey, we're going to go to war. 
uh, in support of Ukraine. I'm not in support of it. I don't care who agrees with that or who doesn't. I get a few emails from people every now and then. Um, we are not pro-Russia. We're not anti-Russia. We're not pro-Ukraine, and we're not anti-Ukraine. We are anti-war. None of us want it. None of us need to be a part of it. But just like how we're anti-war in Ukraine, causing World War III with Russia, I am also not um, anti-war here in the United States. If we're going to have a war, let's have it here in the U.S. on the border against the actual enemy right now, which is the cartels. But it's being which means China, which means China, China. Absolutely. But it's being completely swept under the rug. Every time there's something that needs to be done, nothing gets done. You know, the the House just recently sent an investigatory team of congressmen down to the border, and guess what they said? It's worse than we thought. Man, it's been worse than they thought. And what's infuriating to me, Dave, is. We've seen the bodies floating down the river. We've seen the bodies trying to cross the river and then unfortunately be, you know, stuck um, in deep waters or fast moving waters and tragically die. But you also have over 5 million people within the last year. This is just what's accounted for. Okay? And there's an old rule of thumb. Whatever they say is the number, typically times it by two or by three, and that's the total number of what we're not catching. So if we've caught five million people in one year, then it may be close to 10 to 12, maybe even 15 million people that have crossed. And you can almost talk to any Border Patrol agent out there, and they will most likely agree with me. I mean, they're going to they're going to destroy the Social Security they're going to destroy anything that is there to help American citizens by providing for illegal immigrants. I think it's California right now. They have a immigration house that is to the max with people stuffed in it, illegal immigrants. And guess what the illegal immigrants are doing? They are doing a food protest, a starvation protest, because they're not having what they call their their rights being heard or their voices being heard. You know, America can't be the breadbasket of the world and the daycare of the world and fight world wars while we try to cause world wars and then not expect bad things to happen. We, I personally think we've lost control of this train. I think we have a, a train that is loose on the tracks and eventually, man, it's going to plow into something, and everyone's going to feel it. And there's plenty of political pundits out there who will either agree with us or he'll, they'll disagree with us vehemently, and that's fine. Discourse is fine in America, and I'm always willing to have it. But there's not one person out there, especially within the leftist media, that can say the border is not troubling, that the border is not dangerous. And those who do, I invite you. Link up with me. I'll take you to the border. I'll take you from El Paso to Brownsville. And I'll show you just how deadly the Rio Grande Valley can be. And we can go and talk to the victims from the cartel assassinations. We can go talk to the police departments who will tell you just how dangerous it is. And it's not just that, Dave, but the police departments on the border are outgunned by the cartels. 
outgunned. They're outsmarted. They're outgunned. Well, I mean, what's a law enforcement agency? We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. What to do if they can't even defend the border? And it's not that they won't. It's not that they can't. It's that you have politicians who hamstring law enforcement. And then you have crooked judges. You have crooked, um, <laughs> crooked lawyers who are on the sides of these cartel. And I mean they get paid millions of dollars. In twenty eighteen, we were on the border. Now I worked for the Federal Protective Service. Uh, they are the let's just go ahead and say the uniform branch of law enforcement for the Department of Homeland Security. We guarded over ten thousand federal buildings and other places throughout the United States and outside of the United States. And we were constantly assisting our sister agency, which is ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, along the border. In 2018, I was there because Trump sent our special response team there that I was a part of um, in order to try and help encapsulate this one area of the border in the El Paso sector that was being overran. Now, as kooky as this may sound, Border Patrol 
the only thing they did by the time we had got there was pick people up, bring them to a camp, and then they have to fill in the paperwork of what all they did. And they had to keep the the computers on 24-7, tabulating, filling in information. And while they're sitting at the computer filling in information, because every time an agent would catch somebody or, or 20 or 30, 60 freaking people, well, you got to time, you got to time stamp it, you got to date it, you got to send out uh, the bracelets to everybody, you got to fill out an event code, and then you got to start transportation. And transportation could take sometimes, you know, 10 minutes to an hour, maybe two hours to get the entire uh, group of people processed and then sent to a, a soft housing uh, uh, area where we would hold them. And, I mean, by the time you, by the time you take one truckload and you come back, there's 20, 30 more people. And then you take another truckload and come back, and now there's a hundred more people. And soon a group of 20 turns into a group of two or three hundred. And the cartels sit right across the border and they look and they watch us getting bogged down and they watch how we don't have backup. They watch how frustrated it gets for us, and they have their coyotes mixed in, and they're monitoring us, they're observing us, just like we are them, and they are constantly filling in the little gaps within our security with their people. And while we are out there catching the people that the coyotes are bringing across, the real loot is coming across the border. That's your cocaine. That's your heroin. That's your human trafficking. And I'm not talking about families crossing the border. I'm talking about child sex slavery and women that are being trafficked in the United States, both north and south, coming from the United States to Mexico. And that's your sex slave trade. And it comes right through Texas and in New Mexico and in Arizona and in California. And all the politicians know it. And they know that a wall... Oh, oh, no, they they more than know it. They're involved in it. They absolutely are. And they know that a wall would help. They know that more uh, Border Patrol agents would help. That way, you don't have to pull from other agencies who already have other commitments and operations going on throughout the United States. You don't have to pull them off their task to come and uh, plus up Border Patrol. Right now, the Texas State Troopers are having to be that uh, plussed-up troop for the Border Patrol to try and assist America. I mean, if you really look at it almost from this medical standpoint, we are hemorrhaging right now. We're hemorrhaging, and the, the border is just one big artery that needs a tourniquet. And that tourniquet is a wall of steel and a wall of men. And until you put both of those things in place, it can't just be one. Joe Biden has no idea what he's talking about. You cannot control the border through air surveillance, aerial surveillance with drones, like what he originally uh, wanted to do. And Kamala Harris, what was her uh, helping advice? Let's send a hundred million more of uh, taxpayer dollars to all these South American countries. None of that affects what's going on at the border. You have to have these two things. You have to. You have to have a wall of men and a wall of steel, or the whole thing doesn't work. 
we have the uh, Thalen report and you're going to hear me reference this a lot people um, what you're describing Doug um, we have uh, let me go back to 2016 and I was contacted by then a former high-ranking Texas Ranger and uh, he remained obtuse. He was said he was impressed with my writing on Jade Helm uh, 15 and 16 and he said I want to tell you a part of this that you're not seeing and what he told me was that he um, they had intel that the cartel had discussed and they had got this from people they arrested. The cartel had discussed taking over small communities, even if it was just temporary, kind of like a Tet Offensive, uh, where the, the Viet Cong took over the U.S. Embassy in Saigon briefly. Uh, they were hoping to do that with law enforcement to demoralize everyone across the board. And he warned me that they had the capability to do it. He said they had the support to do it. But unfortunately, he said, the support is coming from our own politicians. And that was in 2016. And, and I just, I, I'm beside myself because it's become really true. Um, I just want to, just briefly want to say at the top of our pyramid scheme in the GOP, and this is why I'm quitting the GOP, um, Mitch McConnell takes FTX money. Kevin McCarthy took FTX money. The RNC leader, Ronan McDaniel, a Romney family member, took F- FTX money. They also take Chinese money. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the head of the GOP in the Senate, has formed a pact with Chuck Schumer to eliminate America First candidates. In addition, he makes about $25 million a year because his wife's parents own the six major ports in China. And he benefits from that, from shipping and trading and so forth. And that's why he's soft on Taiwan. That's just the national leadership. In Arizona, where I live, and particularly in Maricopa County, the Thalen report has come out. And this is Jackie Brager, who's uh, testified before the uh, uh, Arizona Legislature Special Committee on Elections. And uh, it's interesting. The media fired back at her today. She implicated governmental agencies, judges, state legislators, Governor uh, Hobbs, uh, Secretary of State Fontes, who, by the way, defended the fast and furious assassins of uh, Agent Brian Terry, and say, well, that's not illegal. No, but that's judgment. Do you want someone running your government that would do that? But anyway, all these people are linked to money laundering schemes with the cartel. The documentation is voluminous. I have seen the report that was sent to me in a way that I can't forward it, but I can certainly read from it. I'm in the process of setting up an interview with the uh, person's law firm who ran the investigation, uh, Mr. Thalen, and I've talked to people who are representing him, and we're in the process of setting this up. But here's my point. At the national level, even the GOP is compromised by cartel interests on behalf of China. So if you say cartel, you're talking China. If you talk China, you're talking cartel. And so I have evidence, and I've been saying this for years, that Arizona is controlled by the cartel, controlled by China, the top-level officials. And now we know at the national level, the GOP, the same thing is true. That's why I won't belong to the Republican Party. Folks, the bottom line is here, and we get right to the point, Every major institution, every political party of any substance is controlled by these interests. It's the majority of America versus the people who've grabbed all the power. Doug, that's how I see it. 
the infestation. By the way, let me just tell you how bad this is. In the Thalen report with documentation, they said the city of Mesa, Arizona, big suburb of Phoenix, contiguous to Phoenix, they were called a criminal racketeering enterprise. And if we wonder why the election fraud lawsuits go nowhere, judges are recruited when they're lawyers. They're paid off with these illegal money laundering schemes involving fake real estate. And they get into office and they rule on voter fraud and such issues in the manner that they're supposed to. So, Doug, we have been conquered from within, and it's China and the cartels. And remember, the cartels are China. When I was home visiting my dad uh, this weekend, I sent you a tweet that says, outlining the most complex investigation into political corruption in Arizona, and this is Katie Hobbs sent this out, um, that laundering money from the cartels was through fake deeds and mortgages, and you've been breaking that story for at least a year now. Yes. So, I mean, you've been vindicated. It's true. You can't deny it. Now they're having hearings on it. And this is very explosive hearings. However, it's not making national news. No one in Congress is up in arms about this. I think as Americans, that should uh, worry us all. Because what they have outlined, more or less, this law firm, has laid out a complete RICO case with RICO charges that Arizona is a cartel-controlled state. Yes. I, I can't believe in the United States we have to have this type of discussion now. But it's here, it's in your face, it's been there for a while. Back in the 1990s, there was a FBI special agent in charge of El Paso. We call it that a SAC. So there is a special agent in charge and his wife worked for the cartels in Juarez, Mexico. She managed a, I think it's a a Downs racetrack, a horse racetrack. And she was getting paid like $7,000 a week or something crazy like that. And the FBI agent, the head FBI agent, was also working for the cartels. Now, the DEA was trying to move a guy that was going to roll over on a lot of people through the border, and they were working with uh, the U.S. Marshals and the FBI at this point in time was working loosely, I guess, with the cartels to try and intercept this guy along the border. And they busted this in a sting-like operation because they knew it was going on. And this guy, the special agent in charge, and his wife, I, name escapes me, but they were both arrested on this. So if even in the highest levels of law enforcement within the FBI were corrupted on the border in the 90s, where do you think it is now? If you go to certain border stations, you'll see what we call the wall of shame which is all the border agents from either Customs Customs and Border Enforcement or Border Patrol who had unfortunately had um, worked with the cartel in some form or another taking money and been found out. And guess where they're sitting now? In federal prison. Mm. 
but the mm-hmm. politicians aren't. But the judges and the lawyers aren't. So, for me, being former federal law enforcement, to know that they will willfully send us to the border to put our lives in danger, and then our guys get caught up, our guys get prosecuted, and you know what, rightly so, if you got caught up doing any type of money laundering act with the cartels or taking money from them, but... You don't think people don't know where that money's coming from, where that money's going to, where the drugs are coming from, where the drugs are going to. All right, we have people who know this. Why is it ever moved on? One of the most interesting things I've heard in a while recently came from Donald Trump. And he said that if he becomes president for a second time, he's going to declare war on the cartel that he's going to have the cartel identified as an international terrorist organization, which they are, rightly so. And that would make war between the United States and Mexico at that point. So be it. Well, when I was on the border, a lot of us guys were talking about this, that some of the only real options that you could, I guess you could say, put forth, to try and secure the border is to completely shut it down. But if you completely shut down the border, you start to lose tens of billions of dollars a month of United States revenue from the big rig industry that's moving produce back and forth. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. The trains that are moving all different types of goods back and forth. I think it's I think it's at a point in time where it needs to be shut down. If we can't stop this hemorrhaging, we have to at least try more than what we're doing now. But it's not being done. I can say we can try more. I can say we get I, I can give all these great options that are common sense options of just applying the law and enforcing the law. But it's the lawmakers who don't allow that to happen. Instead, you have idiots like AOC and the squad who will go on some sort of little uh, hissy fit rampage about kids in cages. Hey, man, Obama built that. Obama did that. And they blame Trump for it. You can blame Trump for whatever you want. I don't care. You can blame Obama for whatever you want. I don't care. These guys are temporary government employees. The ones who are not Congress, Senate, what are you doing? Why haven't you done anything? And why aren't you held accountable? Because at the end of the day, it's their fault. The House Judiciary Committees, the Intelligence Committees, um, anyone who works with the border operations, they know what's there. They know the dangers, and nothing's being done about it. They'll hee-haw in Congress saying, well, my friends across the aisle just can't seem to to see the real danger, so I guess we'll just tread water. 
that's not an option for families that are dying. That's not an option for half the country being affected by fentanyl now. That's not an option for the senior people within America who are on Social Security benefits that are one day going to be stripped away from them because we don't have that money anymore. But Janet Yellen will go to Ukraine like she was in there yesterday and say that it is the American people's priority. It's our moral obligation to defend Yeah, I saw Ukraine. that. But not, but, not, but not defend the American borders. Hey, let me ask you this. If Russia was in Mexico coming across the border in droves in military attire, would we then go to the border? Absolutely. But right now is the highest amount of Russian and Chinese, quote, immigrants, males of fighting age, that have crossed the border that we have ever seen. That we've ever seen. This is the highest amount. Why isn't that being become national news? Well, because balloons. Because balloons, because Hunter, because Joe Biden's an idiot. And and we can have all these great, funny conversations about these three topics I just brought up. But currently, realistically, people are having their doors kicked in. These are American citizens who are having their homes being harassed by illegal immigrants coming across the border. Nothing's being done about it. You have women that are being trafficked across the border. Nothing's being done about it. What about you, feminists? I thought you were all about getting out there and being all hard chargers for your sisters and all the people who who want to cry about slavery in this country there's an actual slave trade going on in this country and it's on the border nothing's being done about it well I um, know San Francisco wants to implement uh, five million dollars per no it's California they want to implement five million dollars per person for uh Slave reparations. Yeah, that's. I think that money starts with it. Yeah, that starts with us today. Um, we should be doing today. I, I, you know, Doug. Here's what it comes down to. Um, in some respects, I'm still surprised I'm alive. Um, the story that you know very well, and one I've just recently told part of the story. Um, we uncovered chicanery with people in the Arizona legislature about a year and a half ago. Me, myself, excuse me, myself and Mona Patton, and uh, it involved uh, money laundering for the cartel. The same thing that's in the Breaker report. And we were just getting started with this. Uh, the county clerk and recorder, you know, obviously told on us she was a George Soros person because we had pulled the financials from public records. $20,000 plots of land being sold for a half a million dollars and cartel money was behind it and uh, Mona Patton who is the realtor I was working with and I spoke to her group several times at Yavapai Rising uh, 500 people about and she and her boyfriend return home and they're going to teach her a lesson they shot her boy. This guy shot her boyfriend in the head in an assassination. Uh, he survived. Returned fire. Hit the assassin. 
the guy tried to shoot Mona in the face and his gun misfired or she wouldn't be here um, she is frightened to death obviously and she's quit her group she disbanded it I invited her on my show in light of the Brager report that's come out uh, and uh, just say look we're vindicated here we go this is everything you and I were saying and um, quite frankly I'm surprised that I'm still here um because we're treading in very dangerous territory. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want, to, I want you to hear this. This is not just Arizona. The Thalen report that uh, Jackie Brager was presenting involves 26 states. Arizona is where they centered their presentation because they were talking to the Arizona legislature. They have similar reports ready 26 times greater. And they tried to present this information to ex-governor Doug Ducey, and he wouldn't do anything about it, despite the fact that the evidence is voluminous. Um, Dalen has had his life attempted. Uh, they, uh, we believe that uh, the Democrats tried to kill Katie Hobbs' daughter by slashing her tire in such a way that the air would not come out, but she'd have catastrophic failure at high speed. That was done to Thalen, too. It's becoming an M.O. now of these people. And um, this i got to tell you, Doug, I've not told you this story, um, but I think it happened to me. I was driving, gosh, probably, what, six weeks, two months ago, and uh, tires were fine. I'm coming back from the gym, and all of a sudden, ba-boom, 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 and this tire just went shredded. The guy that came out uh, said, I can't say for sure your tire has been slashed. He goes, but there's an unusual marking here. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought I was unlucky until I read how Thalen was attempted to be killed, as well as Carrie Lake, uh, ex-gubernatorial candidate in Arizona, her daughter. And I think the same thing happened to me. Um, and I didn't realize it until I saw the description of the crime. And I thought, that's exactly what happened to me. But I didn't make that connection at the time. Now I'm looking back on it and I'm having a holy poop moment, thinking um, they may have tried to get to me too. So um, this is the time we live in, folks. This is... Um, the total takeover of government officials. Let me talk about Ducey just for a second, Doug, because I started there. So Thalen goes to Ducey, gives him everything he has, and Ducey did nothing. Well, I could tell Thalen why that happened. Uh, I covered Ducey during the lockdowns. First of all, he was on the board of TGen, when TGen is connected to the vaccine industry. Oh, yeah. do I need to say any more on that point? No. And I, and I wrote articles demanding that Ducey resign from one position or the other. The other thing that we know about Ducey, that at the uh, National Governors Association meeting in New Hampshire in 2017, he gets up and tells 49 other governors that uh, we love having the Chinese uh, come into Arizona. We love doing business with them. It's a wonderful thing. They need rare earth minerals for their defense, and we are more than happy to provide it. In 2017, I went and did some research. No less than four nuclear bomb threats, nuclear war threats against America were made by Chinese officials during that year. And here is the governor of Arizona doing that. Now, why would he do that? Well, let me explain about something he owns called Stone Cold Creamery, his ice cream venture. It was failing. His um, uh, distributors were just really unhappy, total chaos. 
in China took on the venture and made him a multimillionaire. So why is he kissing the ass of the Chinese and basically, in my opinion, committing treason against the United States for that statement at the National Government Association? I think I just told you. Why was he not a proactive Republican governor uh, fighting against unconstitutional lockdowns? He did a little bit, but not very much. Well, I just explained the TGen connection. Doug, this is how our government's being run. It's at every level in every state. Six days ago, the Biden administration announced that they were going to start to sanction Mexican drug cartel networks for supplying and operating fentanyl labs. Well, Dave... It should comfort you that we're going to sanction a Fortune 500 illegal uh, cartel, uh, money laundering, assassinations. I mean, they literally have an army. We're going to sanction them, right? That's going to do nothing. Everything that they're making right now is going to continue to stay in place. No sanction has ever hurt, will ever hurt the drug cartels. But, I want you to listen to this. Attorney General Paxton of Texas has now joined a Virginia-led multi-state coalition and has sent a letter to Joe Biden and Anthony Blinken requesting that violent Mexican cartels be designated as foreign terrorist organizations. And here is a part of this letter. And it states, collectively, the destructive status quo caused by fentanyl and violence is costing hundreds of thousands of American lives each year. This catastrophic loss of life is inexcusable, yet it has an anemic response from the federal government. To protect Americans from these terrorist organizations, you must take decisive action against the Mexican drug cartels by designating the Sinaloa cartel and the Jalisco New Generation cartel and other similar, similarly situated cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. Now, the Sinaloas are in a turf war with the, uh, the New Generation cartel. The Jalisco New Generation cartel is was started by former special operations guys of the Mexican military, trained by our guys, and somehow or another have had special operations from America actually travel down into Mexico at some point in time and train them there. Now, there have been accounts, fleeting accounts here and there, where you will have expats from America that are former veterans of the military that work for the drug cartels and train their people. Well, what do you think they're training them? Uh, you know, gender equality? Uh, tra- training them how to uh, embrace transsexualism? Yeah, you think the cartels are woke? <laughs> That's a good point. No, no. No, the cartels are satanic. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. You're, you're right. You're right. They, they they do the occult. You're totally correct on that. Man, the types of killings that we're talking about are horrific. I can't talk about this too much, but when I was in the Marine Corps, 
we had a, a young man that was sent to us who was fleeing, more or less, the Mexican drug cartels. And he he was a he lived in El Paso and he told me a story that man it chilled me to the bone. How his little brother because him and his little brother were involved as coyotes one way or another and they were you know, this was back whenever it was just weed and they were uh, mules, and they were bringing this weed from the border into the United States and then taking that money, housing it, and then giving it to the coyotes whenever they came to get their cash. Well, they would take a slice off the top here and there, take a couple hundred, a couple thousand, and eventually grew to quite a bit of a, a little cachet of money for themselves. Well, the cartels got wind of this, and they brutally executed the brother brutally and what they did was they wrapped them in barbed wire they hung them by the rafters of the front porch and set a 50 gallon drum of fuel on fire and it roasted them alive while the parents watched alright this is what we're talking about is at the border I don't know how many different times I have seen videos or photos of decapitated human heads um, found all, all throughout the United States border. Uh, El Paso is a is a hot spot for it. The Rio Grande Valley is a hot spot for it. You know, we 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 allow this evil to happen, and we do nothing about it. All they had to do was just designate them as foreign terrorist organizations. But we'll gladly shove a missile up the ass of some guy sitting in a uh, in a cave in Afghanistan you know a $400,000 missile sitting underneath the wings of a $30 million aircraft that takes $20,000 worth of fuel to get it into the ground in, into the air for about an hour we'll gladly pull all the assets that the American government can pull to kill one guy 3,000 miles away but right there at our border, we have a worse outfit. And the cartels are worse than Al-Qaeda. The cartels are worse than the Taliban. They're, they're worse than ISIS because they're on our border. They're the same group of people in my mind. They're all terrorists. They're all killers. Until one day, Dave, until one unfortunate day... When something gets snuck across that border, it either detonates or it's a. Uh, one of the things that we always feared was a um, a dirty bomb. The other one was some sort of a biological contaminant that would be brought across the border. And we're not talking about Ebola or any of this other stuff from people traveling from other countries because that's a whole other problem that we could talk about. We're talking about. Um, anthrax, ricin, because the mullahs in Iran, and I remember watching the video, the mullahs saying this. They said that one day we're going to get a young jihadi, we're going to send him to Mexico, he's going to link up with the cartels, and he's going to have enough anthrax on him, and the cartels are going to pass him underneath the tunnels that connect Juarez, Mexico, to El Paso. 
And then that jihadi is going to go to any type of large gathering where there's tens of thousands of people, and he's going to detonate ordnance that would then cascade the entire area in anthrax, and what the mullah said was, and potentially kill 300,000 people. And everybody clapped. Mm -hmm. And everybody said yay. That is a threat that should be taken more seriously, in my opinion, than what's going on right now in Ukraine. It should be. Because it's our damn border. But uh, you're talking common sense. And the Biden administration's mission is to take down America. Well, that's that's a little dirty joke. That's a dirty joke amongst the uh, federal law enforcement. Stop making sense. That's what we used to always say. Stop trying to apply Mm -hmm. common sense. You know, there there can't be this amount of uh, excuse and room for the cartels to grow and to expand their operations from Mexico into America and nothing be done about it, Dave. I think it's gotten to the point where if you're a governor on the border and you don't declare war on the cartels, I mean, if we can't get a, a confederation of states to declare war upon the cartels because Congress won't, well, well, then you let you let Congress worry about being Congress, and you let Biden worry about going and trying to get reelected for a second time. The governors, the attorney generals, the sheriffs, the the district attorneys, the damn judges on the border—it's your job to protect people. Do something about it. Do more than what you are doing. The, the federal government be damned. Let them try and uh, stop what's going on. But they did, didn't they? They stopped it in Arizona. They, they had to take down the temporary border wall because, oh, well, the Biden administration sued us, so I guess we're just going to have to take down our means of protecting our citizens now. Doocy, doocy, doocy. To hell with that. To hell with yeah. that. See, the problem is is that if we don't enforce the border with federal troops, with the military, with National Guards, with every law enforcement officer that could be out there, then you are going to force civilians to do it. And I don't suggest any civilian person get out there and get involved in the border in that type of aspect because... If you do, if you form your militias, if you go out there and you, um, you know, try and patrol the border, you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt from the cartels and from the American government because they will come after you and prosecute you, have a warrant signed, and come to your house to pick you up, and the border will still be wide open. I mean, honestly, man, in my personal opinion, and people can't do this, and this is unrealistic, but in my personal opinion, if we're not going to move into Mexico a 100 miles in and bulldoze from the west coast to the left to the uh, east coast of Mexico and create just one giant demilitarized zone, then you need to flee from the border states. 
a hundred miles in from the border, you need to flee from there. It's not safe anymore. And that means that means businesses have to shut down, schools have to shut down, people have to relocate their entire lives, entire families, and that's unrealistic. But that's probably the only thing you can do because your government won't do anything. And these politicians, even uh, Attorney General Paxton, can send these threatening letters and we can have all the saber-rattling that we want amongst our own politicians. It still does nothing. Cartels still cross every day. Fentanyl still comes across every day. Human trafficking is done every hour of every day. Either Americans have to leave that area or they have to do something else. I just don't know at this point in time if the something else is worth it. You know, I mean, I would say that fighting for our country is always worth it. Protecting our border, protecting your family is always worth it. But you you have to know that this government will crucify you if you dare stand up for your own rights at this point. Hey, just consider this another provocation for the eventual civil war that will happen. The only thing I've got to say in response to what you've said is you've just validated a lot of my earlier claims. Um, we are compromised to the nth degree. I mean, there's no point in voting. Um, the elections are totally rigged, and uh, this report... By the way, it's interesting, Doug, too. In the aftermath of the Breaker report on behalf of uh, Thalen, uh, some people on that committee showed that they're on the take. They came out and said, this was unvetted information. Well, yeah, jackass, that's why they were there, to present the facts for you to take the facts and check them out yourself. So that was one criticism. The other criticism, we should not never let her have talked about these things. Ever. Um, okay, and by the way, it was interesting who invited Brager to speak. It was none other than Liz Harris, and I've said this often. With regard to the 2020 election, there were two places to go to if you wanted the truth in Arizona. It was Liz Harris and myself. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it's a fact. And Liz Harris, now a representative, um, invited her to speak. And Liz Harris did research and went home to home to home in Maricopa County and found found 90,000 fake ballots for Joe Biden. Of course, no one will act on it, but she did that work. So this is how corrupt they are. And then the media came out today, unvalidated, unverified person testifying before, and she wasn't even sworn in. Well, who's supposed to swear her in? The people running the meeting. It's not your obligation to swear yourself in. This is how ridiculous this is. Anyway, Doug, we're just about out of time. Tell people how they can listen to you. we got about 20 seconds. Man, that time flew fast. Yeah, <laughs> it did. All right, the American Vindictive Show is at gsradio.net, also www.americanvindictiveshow.com. That's where you can find all the different podcast venues that I'm on. But on Rumble and also on YouTube is where I post the show every day along with gsradio.net. And then you got to make sure that you are watching and subscribing to thecommonsenseshow.com. .tv because this is where you're going to have more of these interviews. We're going to be in way more depth yeah. because we can't talk about this stuff on YouTube. 
That's true. GS Radio is also where we're at with the Doug and Dave Mandel Report, gsradio.net. Anyway, we got to run, Doug. Uh, on behalf of Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner, I'm Dave Hodges. Thank you for joining us. God bless. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.